Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Bricks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by my brother, Mr. BTG himself. What's going on, Baylor? Yes, sir. Fresh back off of vacation. <laughs> At least you got a vacation, man. I was supposed to be going out to Dallas in a couple weekends, and that ain't happening because Dallas is like COVID central right now. So that ain't I ain't even worried about it. I, I, I just came from a uh, a COVID central state myself. The Florida? Uh Arizona. Oh shit. That's just as bad. Just yeah, as bad. Arizona. But we didn't we didn't have uh any interaction besides going to the Starbucks drive through. We didn't have no interaction with nobody. There you go. There you go. Stay COVID free, man. Stay COVID free. That's what we're doing. My <laughs> wife just took the test today. Did she? Yeah. Do they make you because like what you do for a living, do they make you take it? Like do they require I just got to that point. Like, I, I just got a request to work with a client, and the parents are requesting for me to have the test and the results before I go work with the client. You can't even blame people nowadays. No. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. And, it. and I don't have to pay for it. So, you know what I mean? There you go. There you go. No harm, no foul. But, bro, let's get into these topics. We got some shit to talk about, man. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. First thing we're talking about is Kanye crazy ass said he's going to be running for president. What do you think about this, bro? Uh, man, look, I, at this point, like, it's not even funny anymore. You know what I mean? Because the, the cat they, ha- they have in office now, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we see how that's going. He has his own agenda. Mm-hmm. With Kanye, I mean, this is not a game, though. You know, I don't I don't really like to, to dig deep into politics. And, and I have my uh, my my thoughts. Uh, in my opinions about politics, but I need somebody who has the the knowledge and the uh, I would say the experience towards that you know in that field. Yeah. Because I don't need another celebrity. You know, we and this would be the mm-hmm. third one. I don't Ronald Reagan. You not you know you not getting away from this. We know about <laughs> you know what I'm saying. People forget and, that. People forget that about Reagan. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm nah, man. No, this is this is serious, man. Yeah. So. Nah. Yeah, I, the thing with Kanye is, and you know, the conversation after he made he he made a statement or whatever, the conversation went to like, well, he can't be that much worse than who's in office. And the thing is, Kanye is a little bit even more mental mentally unstable than Donald Trump. Like, and yeah, and and you know, I I get it. I and I just don't want people to be fooled and just like the black vote goes to Kanye West just because you know people identify. Like, don't forget, this was the motherfucker just. 18 months ago that y'all was canceling, right? Like, y'all putting him right up there with R. Kelly after the whole slavery was a choice comment. So just keep that in mind. Um, And, like, what does... Like, Kanye West doesn't even run his own family. What makes you think you can run the damn country, man? And that's that's the scary part because we know once he get in there and pull in all those votes that we expect him to get, uh, we know he's not going to be running the show. Exactly. Exactly, it's gonna be Kardashian president presidency. I don't even want to think about it. Bro. Oh gonna, man! And you know what? Shout out though, good. I will say this: even though I make jokes about the Kardashians, Kim has been making some moves with prison reform, and I and I and I do like that is important, and I want to give her her just due for that. But at the same time, 
Like, that's all you're getting from me. That's all. The only the positive thing I got to say about Kim Kardashian. That tape was cool back in the day when I was young, a youngster. But we're going to keep on moving away from that. <laughs> um, so, bro, what do you make of this uh, next topic that we have? Young Thug, Pusha T. So, uh, Pop Smoke song came out. I don't think the song actually made the album. But Pusha T's, uh, it was Pusha T on it, Young Thug, Pop Smoke. Uh, Drake wasn't actually on the song. But, uh you know, it was alluded to or considered that maybe Pusha was throwing some jabs at Drake's way. So I don't know when Young Thug became the protector over Drake, but this turned into this whole like Twitter back and forth between Pusha T fans with gifts and and Drake fans with gifts like this. I, I really feel like Pusha T and Drake is going to be. I don't want to. I don't want to compare it to 50, 50 Cent and Ja Rule. It's gonna be like Fifty Cent and Rick Ross. Like they ain't just ain't never gonna be on the same page. What do you think? No, I think, I think so. Um, I think so, but I think that'd be more from Drake's side yeah, because oh yeah, yeah. because his ego got bruised in the situation. Um, at the same time, I have no idea what Young Thug has to do with this. <laughs> I seen the clip with him, you know, going off and stuff like that, and calling the verse weak and and stuff like that, and I. And I heard a verse. I'm not sure if that was the actual verse or not, but I heard a verse, and I didn't think it was. It's not I didn't think serious. it was like, yeah, it wasn't nothing, and, nothing too. No. And my thing too is that Drake and Pusha have been throwing little jabs at each other for the better part of like a decade. So the fact that he's still doing it shouldn't surprise nobody. Like th- at this point, I and, I, and technically, and technically, it, it hasn't. It hasn't been finished. Like, it's not finished. Exactly. You know, it wasn't even closed properly. Exactly. You know what I mean? This, so, this, you know. It would, it would, this would be like a, a, and I hate using this terminology for Drake, but this would be like a heavyweight champion in a first bout with somebody getting knocked out and losing the title and not asking for a rematch. Usually, you know that rematch is coming. Right. So, right. um, and this is this, like, or to compare it to, is like the Boston Celtics never. Uh, getting a chance to be fully healthy to defend their title. Like, like something needs, like, as, as long as this shit was going on, this shit literally, for people who paid attention, was bubbling. For Like I said, it was legit. Like, 10 years, this shit was bubbling. And the fact that it finally happened to where we got dis- flat-out diss tracks thrown back and forth, and then Drake never really responded when he got that haymaker, this is this is going to probably continue forever, man. It's not going to stop. And the thing is, is like mind your business. Yeah, <laughs> you the, know, the, I'm the like, ass man. Unless you, unless you really feel like Drake is your boy like that, but I've never, you know, and seen. Thug, a, ain't nobody that critiques nobody's verse, bro. I don't want to hear. <laughs> I mean, did that's did that beef between him and Lil Wayne get squashed? Um, I no, I just think it kind of just ended. It just blew over, yeah, it just right? Blew over, yeah. Yeah, well, go handle that. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, like, I don't, act like I don't we didn't just... forget that uh, Young Thug had uh, Wayne's bus shot all the fuck up. Like, we just not going. And that's real life Come shit. On. That that ain't just right. whack shit. That's real life shit. So, right, yeah. right. So, you know, my, my thing is like the verse, I got to go back and listen to it and, and probably break it down. I'll go just listen to uh, uh, Joe Buttons because <laughs> you know how yeah. he likes to dig deep into exactly. lyrics. You, you know, so I. Outside of that, I'm like, bro, I don't know the purpose of you going online, and I, I don't, I, I don't get it, bro. Yeah, don't, I don't get it either. But moving on, man. Somebody, two people that we just mentioned in the last topic, Lil Wayne and Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent joined uh, Young Money Radio, which I keep saying is like the one of the best celebrity podcasts. Like Wayne's gonna get his exclusive deal soon, bro. Like that Spotify deal is coming because every episode I have fully watched of this shit has been amazing to a degree. Like in this. 
it's funny because Wayne introduced 50 Cent and 50 Cent just took it over from there. 50 legit was talking for an hour, bro. And Lil Wayne was just making little comments. It, it became the 50 Cent show. But in this, he mentioned how about angry black women and talked about them wanting like he like he made comparison to like them wanting big dick niggas and porn. Like he just went all over the place. But of course, women uh, picked up on the angry black woman thing again. In the time that we're in with everybody being uber sensitive, just like with the J. Cole thing, people went in on it. Me listening to it, and I listened to this episode from start to finish. I don't think he mentioned it the way that people, I honestly think he was just, the way that I took it, he was being general, but he was being general after he had just made a comment about his baby mama. So I kind of took it as that what he was more so mentioning. And then Vivica A. Fox has gotten into it and shit since then. But what do you, did you get a chance to listen to it? I had to get a chance to listen to it, but I can see if he did have any type of venom towards black women, I go to I go back to his past where he got you know somewhat exposed by Superhead uh, to where she was like, yeah, he's been sleeping on my couch and you know this that and the third and the, like just personal stuff that shouldn't you know shouldn't be in public. Um, but I gotta go listen to the episode. I mean, I know with him he got a sharp mouth and he gets his point across, but. You know, we do know how Twitter can react to certain things. And that's what I really think this is, bro. I think a lot of this shit has been, like, just people being, like, caught in the house, bored of shit, and shit just blows up. Like, most shit that would have blew over in a day or so is just now turning into this, like, whole thing. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, has 50 Cent said some disparaging shit to women? Absolutely. I mean, he was on the same podcast calling his baby mama a bitch and shit. Like, so, like, I get it. But at the same time, like... Let's stop blowing stuff up. Go ahead, bro. Well, you know, now I was talking about Lil Wayne, but you know, Fifty, <laughs> which we, I think we're going to get uh, into another topic with him. Uh, we know Fifty has had some some baby mama drama in the past. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's one of those things where, for one, it's not the right time to be talking about black women in it's a not, negative light. Yeah. So you gotta you. You didn't pay attention to the room when you walked in. Read the room is like the the the, the time of the saying of the ages right now because people are not reading the and it's like for real, bro. Like I and I hate to just like jump on it, but really, you motherfuckers need to read the room. Go ahead. At the same time, we talking about fifty and we talking about Wayne. Both of them, if there's any artists out there that really don't care, it's them two. Yeah. You know, at one point I felt like Joe Buttons. But not after that deal. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll see it, man. I guess we'll see what happens. Um, but, you know, the shit with 50 just. At the same time, because I know he's in another topic, mm -hmm. this could be, you know, a marketing scheme as well. Interesting topic. We'll talk about it when we get to that, because I definitely think we got some shit to talk about when we get there. But I know what you're talking about. So we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Um but let's move into the next topic. Black Thought announced that we're getting a volume three of Streams of Thought. Bro, I don't know about you, but the first two Streams of Thought, like, for me, and then after seeing Black Thought at the Roots picnic one time, I'm ready to say, and this is my hot take, I know you've made comments about who's in your top five, I truly believe Black Thought is one of the best MCs of all fucking time. And when I say that, I'm not saying lyricists. I'm not saying rappers. I'm talking about in the way that he commands the stage. If you ever seen this man live, I'm talking about the true form of emceeing. I think he's one of the greatest of all time. Well, no, look, that that's not, I don't want, I don't want to take your shine, but to me, that's not a hot take because 
a lot of real hip hop heads considering him one of the greatest yeah. up there. They They've never, I've, I've never, ha- now maybe a few people, but I haven't had a, a lot of people say, you know, he's uh, my top guy of all time, but I have heard Cat say he's in my top five. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I've heard him and he's always in that convo with, um, with uh, three stacks, uh, Nas, M. Like he's in that category. Yeah. And he's he's definitely like, I mean, I don't know where you want to rank him amongst that category, but he's definitely up there. And and like I said, there's a lot of cats that got him in their personal top five. And I understand why. And and I get what you're saying. He does have a presence, though. Like, you know, when he step on stage or when even when he's performing, it's powerful. Definitely. What's going it's on, Miss Mary? It, it, Mary? Hey guys. Hi. How are you doing? I'm beat. <laughs> <laughs> long That's day, my long weakness. day. Uh, we'll, yes. we'll double back on the topics that you didn't get a chance to speak on uh, so far. But we're right now talking about Black Thought and uh, announcing Stream of Thoughts Volume 3. Uh, do you have any thoughts on like the Stream of Thought series so far? And I was so, I, I had made the hot take that I think uh, Black Thought is one of the top five M- greatest MCs of all time. And by that, I mean truest form of MCing on the stage, in person. Um, but what do you think about it? I co-signed that statement. I'm super hyped. Um, I actually had the privilege of seeing Black Thought um, and The Roots in general live. And it was in my top three i'd say live performances ever there you go so yeah like i'm with it <laughs> all the way definitely i'm glad i'm glad uh, uh baylor you you were kind of finishing your thought when i introduced mary oh no i was just saying i was just um just saying that the presence that he had that he has on the mic uh is powerful so i can see where he was coming from with that yeah definitely um so mary one topic that you missed that i definitely want to get your thoughts on kanye west running for president um, so I had tweeted this or retweeted this, but basically I know a Kanye album release, you know, shenanigan when I see one mm, and good point. I don't believe for a second that he's serious about that shit. I think he's just troll. He always, it's like clockwork. He always starts to troll when he has something cooking. So, but what I will say is that it's dangerous that he's doing this and insensitive and irresponsible because there are some fools that will believe that he really is running for president and will end up fucking up our chances of dethroning Trump. <laughs> so, yeah. Good point. That's a good point yeah. And that, so that scares me and it actually pisses me off with him further, but I ain't buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see, man. I didn't even think about the the aspect of him having the album coming. He actually just dropped a single like last week too. So, um, I guess that that further supports your point. So more Kanye yeah. trolling. Uh, I guess we'll see about it. Uh, last topic that you missed so far is Fifty Cent and the backlash over uh, the angry black woman comments on Young Money Radio. You get a chance to catch up on this. Yes, and uh, it's so disappointing and disheartening. And this probably deserves a show all its own. But I definitely do feel like we have to really start having each other's backs, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I um, I actually recorded something for Lisa Evers with Street Soldiers. I don't know if you guys are familiar. It's like in New York on Fox Five and Hot ninety seven um, earlier today. Hence why I don't look like crap <laughs> for a change. But the conversation kind of turned to it didn't even 
start out this way. It was more about talking about race relations with our kids. But then it really did turn to like how our fears for our black sons differ from our black daughters experiences. Right. And I feel like racist people fear the strength of black men. Right. Like physically. But I feel like racism historically fears and then tries to undermine the passion and the intellect of the black woman. And bullshit like what 50 said, basically, you know, I've even found myself as a black woman, you know, feeling like I need to tone myself down when I'm in certain environments because I don't want to carry that angry chip or whatever the case is. So, you know, we don't need that right now. (laughs) Like, we really don't. We need to be uplifting each other and holding each other up and not fucking saying some bullshit that's going to feed into stereotypes that people on the other side of our issues already are, you know, looking at us through that lens. So get the fuck out of here. (laughs) In conclusion. I love that take. And I mentioned that I think like in, in watching the full thing, like I, I kind of feel like he was more so directing it directly at his baby mama, but even with that, to Baylor's point too, just read the room, and he's and he didn't read the room at all. Like this is not the time for it. Um, so yeah, I'm glad you got to to add in your point in there. All great points. Uh, yeah, maybe we do need to put that in as a topic at some point. Um, but uh-huh. moving into the last topic of this segment, DJ Academics maybe has finally realized that he can't say whatever the fuck he wants to say. Like, he's gone on sprees, like, arguing with rappers and everything. He actually got suspended from Complex News because of calling Chrissy Teigen a bitch. Now, I don't think he's gotten off everyday struggle, but he's been suspended from Complex News. What do you guys make of that? He needs to get out. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if we're canceling everybody else, why is he not canceled? True. And I have to be honest with you, and I'm not an expert, so whatever, But I've always wondered, like, where the fuck did he come from? Why is he like an expert on all things hip hop? How did he earn this spot on on Complex? Do we know? I was always I always thought it was um, it was just his trolling. It was his trolling, not uh, his top notch trolling. That's all it is. And well, that explains why he's friends with Six Nine. (laughs) Then that would make mad sense. Kendrick's yeah, the same the same reason why he hasn't been canceled yet is the same reason why people are are going to tune in to watch Fifty. Mm. Is because is because we I and I I, I pro, I'm probably a part of this too. We're addicted to to just negativity sometimes, mm. and whether whether we whether we're against it or for it, like we tune in to see it. Sometimes we tune in to see if they're gonna fail. But that's part of the marketing. Now, with as far as academics, I don't think he's learned his lesson. I think I just think he, uh, you know, they they spanked his paycheck a little bit, and so he had to apologize. But as far as him actually learning his lesson, no, I think he got to get touched in the streets one time, and then he'll try. Then he'll change his narrative. Now, I'm not saying I want anything dramatic to happen to him, but if he get punched up or socked up a little bit. I think that changes my <laughs> a verbal. I mean, a verbal, a verbal ass whooping is one thing because he's going to go back and forth with you. He's proven that he can go back and forth with you, and and even get up under your skin. Mm-hmm. But if he, if somebody caught him in the streets and really whooped his ass, that that might change his whole narrative. I mean, true. I feel like that's the case for a lot of people. But the one thing I will say is that. The difference to me between him and 50 is that 50 actually a is talented and B has actually contributed to the culture outside of trolling and being a shit talker. 
So it's like, I honestly don't, as, as much as I dislike what 50 says and some of his trolling antics, I think he's earned his place in the culture. But academics, I feel like I just, and it could be my own ignorance. So I'm not, you know, listen, guys, don't, don't take me for Bible, but I just personally don't know what he has done outside of this and why we're like still putting up with all of his shit. Yeah, that I mean, Mary, I swear to God, we could do that for a lot of artists that's in the game. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. just we don't people people like us, we don't have we don't have the numbers. We don't have the numbers to to uh yeah. to, to cancel people and, and make it right. So, you know, they do. They got the younger generation. Academics is probably their Charlemagne. Mm, I guess I could see that. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. Um, wow. I ain't never think about it that way. Like I don't I don't know how DJ Academics I, I had never heard of him before Everyday Struggle. And I only started watching Everyday Struggle because Joe Button was on it. So like I I, I have no idea of his history or how he got on at all. And and that's the thing. Prior to him actually blowing up, I was seeing him on my timeline on YouTube. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. See, I didn't even have, I didn't see that. <laughs> well, there you but go. But I guess I'm not the demographic. I don't know. <laughs> but, he, but he, but he's all, he also panders towards a, another demographic, and that's the gaming uh, community as well. Mm, true. I forgot about that. So maybe yeah. that's, yeah, okay. So that was well, the well, well, he just, just like how you brought up about being suspended, I, I think Twitch actually banned him from streaming live. So. That hurts. Mm-hmm. A lot of he had a lot of fan base coming off of that. That is mm-hmm. fuck DJ Academics, man. Um, but anything <laughs> left? Anything left before we move into the, our first break? No. All right, we're gonna go I think ahead. We're all caught up. <laughs> we're gonna go into our first break. When we come back, we are going to be reviewing Pop Smoke's album. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy T I M K I N Z, the number three, aka Go Go Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, aka Mister Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's Jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we're back. Um, This one is one I'm actually going to kick off to Mary first. Uh, Pop Smoke's album, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, uh, dropped with a lot of collabs. Uh, 50 helped uh, bring this one after Pop Smoke's death. What did you think about this album? I enjoyed it. Um, I think it was obviously it it did feel like some things were left on the table. So there's that. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Pop Smoke, you know, untimely demise kind of um, I, I wouldn't have expected it to be like a, a finished product. Um, I think 50 did a really good job with the production of it. Um, I feel like I actually like some of the unconventional pairings like I saw that, um, you know, a lot of people weren't believing that he wanted Carol G, who is like big in the Spanish trap world, um, on the album. And like people really had to go show text messages slash receipts that he actually did request her. 
um, prior to his passing. Um, and I like it. it. It kind of showed that he was really trying to expand and show like a different side of himself and, and kind of tap into some different subgenres of hip hop. And honestly, all in all, that album made me really, really, really sad that he's not with us and we won't be able to see what he would have become. <laughs> honestly, that was like the lingering feeling. So. And, and I agree with that. And some of the there were some unconventional tracks on the track with Tiger to me just definitely stands out. But overall, like the fact that he was trying to experiment this much early on, this is stuff that we see from artists trying to experiment on their third or fourth album. Uh, mm-hmm. it really speaks to like where he could have eventually gone. The guy was only twenty years old. Um, and overall, I like the album. But like you said, it's like you go into it with this feeling and this expectation of it being incomplete or maybe feeling like there's some holes in it. And because of that, like it it really hit all my expectations, if not some. And it's it's sad in a way, in a lot of ways, because it's like, all right, if this is what he was able to give on an incomplete album that he didn't get to finish or bring his complete vision to, what would we have gotten from Pop Smoke at 25 and 26 years old? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but overall, I enjoyed the album. Baylor, what about you? I thought the album was solid. Uh, in, in, um, in respect of him, I watched a, uh, I, speaking of Complex as well, I watched uh, Sneaker Shopping, the episode that he was on. Um, so that was pretty dope. And, um, yeah, he actually had a lot of features, a lot of features, a lot of eye-popping features as well. And um, it was solid. It was, it was, a, it was a nice variety a nice, a nice little switch up. He was sinking a little bit, so you know, fifty. That was that fifty influence right there. Um, yeah, it was solid. What I would actually like to see, uh, you know, just like I would, I would love to see uh, a, a sophomore Nipsey album. I would like to see his future albums because I could, you could just tell, and like I just said, he's twenty years old. By the time we get twenty five or even thirty, it's like, geez, yeah, you know. No, no telling how many classics he would have had after that. Yeah. 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 In the comparisons to 50 Cent, like to me, I understand more and more listening to this album. And I mean that in a completely positive way. Like, I mean, maybe that's just 50's influence over the album now, but it just, it's some, some of the track selection I could have seen 50 do at some point in time. So, um, Pop Smoke just, it sucks, man. It sucks that we, that we lose people young that, that were so promising because his, his career, would have been to the fucking moon, like seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. Shout out to Pop Smoke overall, good album. Now, do you guys think this is? I don't know if they've said it, so if they have, forgive me. But do you think there's going to be any more unreleased music coming from Pop Smoke? I didn't hear anything. Okay. Um, so I don't know. But listen, I hope not. I hope he's going to be like Pac and have like <laughs> several <laughs> posthumous <laughs> albums, and people secretly feel like he's still alive somewhere. But I mean, sadly, for for me and for most people that I know, that album was truly a reminder that, unfortunately, he's gone. Like, that was really, I don't know. It was bittersweet, for real. <laughs> yeah, facts. So. facts. Anything left to add on it, Baylor, before we move on? No. All right. Uh, we're going to 
take another break. When we come back, we are going to be doing our retrospective on uh, the Black Album and raking Jay-Z's catalog, which is going to be crazy. We'll be right back after this. Yo, this your boy, Flo 700. What's good, everybody? It's your guy, Fresco. And we are the, the Podcast, Podcast Brothers. Brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about, actually? Our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit of this. Right. It's a like a little oh. bit of that. Oh, my goodness. No. You like that song? No. Not from you. What song is that? I don't know. It don't matter. It. it doesn't matter what song that is. Well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers kicking the shit. Real life the real brothers. Real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And if you know. you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. It makes for a healthy debate. It makes for good dialogue. And it keeps the interest and the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit episodes drop every sunday every sunday every platform you can get a podcast that the podcast brothers is there you did chill all right so a couple of weeks ago right we talked about the black album i don't know if it was me i I don't remember which one of us said it or brought up like is the black album as good as what it it it, we remember it as and like I, i i had this idea that like if we if we didn't think that that was Jay-Z's last album. Would it have been as celebrated as what it was? So we're going to start off talking about the Black Album, and then we're going to go into ranking, uh, our giving our rankings of Jay-Z's catalog as a solo artist. But what do you guys think about the Black Album, however many years later? I don't even remember how many. I think it dropped my junior year of high school. But, uh, Baylor, I come to you first on this one. I'm actually surprised to this day that um, a lot of New Yorkers that do stay out here are a lot of ones that I've come in contact with. Uh, they got this album ranked pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um, not a, not a, not not just that. Not just that. It's like it's like they don't like the album. Um, to me, I thought it was one of his best albums. To tell you the truth, mm-hmm. I took a, I took away a lot of songs. Uh, um, what more can I say? Still get me amped Ooh. up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, and encore. I I literally said this to myself. It's probably going to change, but I was like, yo. In the future, by the grace of God, far down the line, I pass away. The encore was going to be played at my funeral. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, I love that song. Um, so Hold I don't see. Up. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> <That> end- <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. But um, I would have to say. I mean, are, when we rank these albums, are we ranking these together? Or are we? Are this is individually? Because individual, I have, our individual ranking of Jay Z's album. I might, I might have it in the, I might have it in the top five. Oh yeah, it's definitely in this top five. I, 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 I would be surprised. It's number that, one for me. Okay, it's number, number one. Okay. Yes, I can't believe that any of your New York peoples would not like this album. Um, and I mean it, it. So one thing that I love about Jay-Z and his albums is that they all felt like a movie. They felt like you were watching a movie with your ears. Like it was. And again, we're going back to a time when people actually bought, purchased physical albums, you know, and actually listened to songs in sequence and, you know, all that good stuff. And it truly did. This truly did feel like it took you through like he was reflecting. He was saying goodbye. And he, you know, it was. It was beautiful. Like, it was a real grand exit. I don't know. Um, I mean, December 4th, just the way it started was, like, hard, right? And then exactly, what more can I say? Encore. Change Clothes was kind of weak, but he always... That was, like, the one thing I never liked about Jay-Z. Like, he... And, I mean, I get it, though. It was because he's a businessman, right? Like, he always made sure he had at least two radio bangers on every album. And those would always be the two joints I wouldn't really 
be feeling. But I understood the, the logic. <laughs> so um, throw it off your shoulder. Like the production on that was what? Like yeah. moment of clarity, 99 problems. We I mean, 99 talk, problems. Yeah, was, we need to talk about that too. Okay. The, the versatility as far as the producers. Oh, yeah. It was a different producer on every oh, track yeah, on that yeah. album. Yeah. PSA, like the. I mean, come on. Which one was the Eminem the... produced track on that album? I know he produced one of them on the album. I don't remember which one it was. Mm. Um, oh. I can tell you that one. Yeah, no, a lot. I would I... guess it's. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> Let's look it up. Look it up. Right, look it up. <laughs> You're the researcher. Talk. I'll I'll look it up. You guys keep it going. But my so my fave production wise is Allure. And that's for real. That's the last one. I mean, I I had watched an interview that they did where basically Pharrell said he he was inspired by one of my favorite movies, Carlito's Way, with that song. And basically, you know, and and Jay dropped it in a verse, like it's Carlito's Way. What? Eminem produced Moment of Clarity. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. His flow in it makes sense. Um, But yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, it was it was everything for me, honestly. And I wasn't a huge Jay Z fan. Like I'm a Nas girl myself, so obviously you already know when you're from New York, you you're mm-hmm. you're rocking one or the other. <laughs> I mean, now it's kind of changed a bit, but back in those days, you weren't putting them in the same sentence. So <laughs> yes, right. So yeah, it's funny because me going back and and listening to the Black Album. Um, it, it it is very cinematic. You you made a great point. Like once you said that, it it kind of all made sense. I think up until like four four four, the black album was the most introspective we got Jay Z right, and mm-hmm. it it felt fitting because it was him on his way out. Um, and you know, to me, I feel like it was it's a perfect album in the sense of it just it's just a sense of completion with that album from start to finish to where it goes in between like you feel like you get all sides of jay-z um but i just it's not my favorite jay-z album i can understand why it would be some and i would go ahead and admit that my hypothesis that kind of led to this of saying would would we have still held it as a classic if it wasn't labeled as his last album of the time me going back and like actually listening through all of jay-z's catalog to get ready for this retrospective and ranking absolutely it would so i was completely wrong on that um and i think i just haven't revisited it in its com- in 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 completion since it came out and maybe that jaded my opinion on it at that point but listening to it i understand it and i think that it is one of jay-z's best albums it definitely needs to be ranked in his top five i don't have it as my number one I actually have it as my number four jay-z album but it it it's from start to finish like you really can't find many whole it even change clothes like you said, because it's Jay-Z and we know what Jay-Z does on his album, you expect a, a, a hit like that to be on it. But I, just overall, I think it was really, really good album. Really solid. Great. So, yeah. But let's get into what's going to rank people off. So what do you want to do? we got a couple of different ways we can attack this. We can do our top five. We can do our top three. Which one do you want to do? Five. Oh, okay. We'll do, we'll do our top five Jay-Z albums. Mary, I'll let you go first on this one. Damn, I got to think about it. Okay. But, all right, we can workshop this if you want. <laughs> so, the Black Album is definitely my number one. Reasonable Doubt is definitely my number two. Okay. Reasonable Doubt makes me feel like I need to go sell drugs. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> or whatever, excel in whatever it is I do. I need to be doing it hard. Like, that. when I need to get amped, I throw on Reasonable Doubt. 
No joke. When I feel like I'm slacking in my macking, I'm like, I right, gotta throw this on. Feeling it? Gotta put that on. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it gets hard from there. It would not be Hard Knock Life Volume Two. Mm-mm. Mm. It would not. Which I think is most people's because to me that was one of his most commercial albums. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, and he's even said right. that. I think he's even said that it was. So. Right. Okay. I didn't know he said that, but j- just in my memory, it's like. Hmm. I'm going through these albums in my mind. S. Carter. That was also pretty commercial, mm-hmm. right? Because that was Can I Get a... Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, listen, though, I was on the block bumping to that. You couldn't tell me I wasn't a mill. Yeah. What happened to her? I don't know. Okay. So I only gave you two <laughs> so far. <laughs> I'm going to go with In My Lifetime, Volume 1, as number four. Okay. Probably. Number five. Wait, I skipped three. Did you? Yeah. Okay. So three, I'm gonna go with American Gangster. That's, that's mm, one of my favorite Jay Z albums. Like, okay. Like that's for completely personal. I'll get into. I'll get into when I get into my list. But yeah. Okay. Shit. Five. I guess I'm going with four, four, four. Mm, okay. And you know what? The Blueprint three. I think I might swap out for the other. Mm. See, yeah, Blueprint and Kingdom Come. I'll tell you right now, Blueprint Three and Kingdom Come are my least favorite Jay Z album. I didn't like Kingdom Come. I hated Kingdom like, Come. Yes. Yeah. And it also was more. I don't know. Yeah, Kingdom Come was when he was definitely on his. Still, you could tell where he was in life with all these. Yeah, exa- these albums. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't like that Jay Z. <laughs> Kingdom Come. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Bailey, you want to go next or you want me to take it? Oh, yeah, I get mine's out the way. I got all three blueprints, the black album, and reasonable doubt. Oh, well, shit. Okay. In that, in that, in that, in a row? In, in, in that, that order. order. In that okay. order. Yeah. All right. My favorite Jay Z album is the blueprint. That's just blueprint one is, is my number one Jay Z album. I then got to give it to reasonable doubt. Then after reasonable doubt, I have to give it to, um, where's my list? 444. So 444, number three. Uh-huh. Then it, then it goes the black album and then it is American Gangster. Now watch the throne. No, 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 fuck that. Me and you had a whole conversation about that. Um, but no, I, and for me, American, I love American Gangster. I think um, I would have ranked it higher if it was just on my personal list. I try to look at this as like what's what's the better actual album, and not just personally for me. Like there was something about when American Gangster dropped that it it hit me as a person so i try to separate that personally um but i love i think i I think i rank american gangster higher than most people because american gangster is just it's an amazing album to me it's it's my personal favorite i can separate from saying my favorite from the best i think that's my favorite jay-z album but i don't think it's the best jay-z album if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah i get it yeah yeah all right. I wonder how many people are going to piss off with this. <laughs> so wait, I got to clean mine up because okay. I feel like I was all over the place. So we're going <laughs> the Black Album, Reasonable Doubt. I'm going to go with the Blueprint number three, actually. Okay. And then number four is going to be American Gangster and five is 444. That's it for me. Just so we're clear so haters can, you know. They can get at you. Calm down. <laughs> but make sure you quote me correctly. I'm really surprised the Blueprint 3 made it on you. Because, like, listening back to that. No, me, I took the Blueprint 3 off. Oh, you Sorry. Took it off. Okay. I took the first Blueprint. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Sorry about that. That's the one nice. where this can't be life, that okay. was the regular Blueprint, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Blueprint 3, that was the death of Auto Tune era. Yeah. And he was like, nah. I'm... I was bugging when I said that. Sorry. <laughs> 
right, all right, all right. So that's it for this week, man. Anybody got anything left to say that's on their hearts, minds, or spirits? Fairly short episode this week. Um, I think um, I, it's important to note that Brianna Taylor's killers are still free. Definitely. definitely. And it's like, I, I hope we're not going to be saying this every week. So, yeah. Mm. Sorry, I just brought the whole damn mood down. But I mean, no, you nah. didn't really bring the mood down. It's just the mood's fine. It's just it's sad that we're still talking about it, right? Because if it, it, had, if it had been a white woman that was killed, they would have been off the streets three days later. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like everyone's timelines have gone back to normal somewhat from what I'm seeing. So I think it's important that we we can't just because it's not trending anymore, not make mention of it. Definitely. So. Right. Definitely. Baylor, uh, I encourage everybody to continue to be safe. Um, I recently just came back from a vacation and I know how eager people are to get outside and, you know, summertime is getting hotter. Uh, just make sure you do it the safe, the safest way possible. You know, if you don't feel, if you don't need to go out, if you don't feel like you need to go out and you good, just don't. Uh, but I, I know I've had that itch and I've gotten outside with just, you know, my wife and a couple of, uh, couple of friends and we make sure we do it the right way. So. Definitely. But how was your vacation? Was it, did you feel safe? Were people wearing masks? Were Oh, well, see, I was actually in Arizona. Uh, and which is really scary. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But the thing is we didn't outside of, I told Hayes this outside of actually going to Starbucks in the drive through and they actually did a phenomenal job. Uh, as far as the protocols that they have outside, they, there were people working out, uh, no mask at all, but we didn't come in contact with any, with anybody. We, we mostly just stayed at the house that we rented. Okay. There you go. There you go. Uh, well, Mary, you didn't give him a chance to give your social media. Go and give him your social media. I want to. I, I thought for a second, I'm like, am I doubling up again? No, I'm not that tired. So go ahead, Mary, and give him your social media. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Got to check with you. Yeah. Um, I'm at Miss Mary Almonte everywhere. I think mm-hmm. inside, but everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 are we getting more yum? Oh, yum is about to do some big things. So yes, y'all should follow at Young Urban Moms also. Um, we're actually dropping the first three episodes of our first season in the next two weeks or so. So that'll be exciting. And yeah, yeah. So stay tuned. Definitely. Baylor, go ahead and get hit him with your social media. At Baylor the Great on all social media platforms, BTG for president, open run with BTG, part of the Rare Signers Network. And, uh, and, and keep washing your hands, people. Sanitize. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. Uh, you can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. TheBreaksRadio at gmail.com. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we out, bitch. Peace. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Uh. <laughs> can I get an encore? Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, nigga, make some noise. Who you know fresher than whole? Riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm lurking, yeah. 
Can't none of y'all mirror me back Yeah, hand me rappers like Angie rapping his prime I'm young H.O. Raps Grateful Dead Back to take over the globe Now break bread I'm in Boeing Jets Flow Express Out the country but the blueberries still connect On the low but the yacht got a triple deck But when you young what the fuck you spec Yep, yep Grand opening, grand closing God damn your manhole, crack the can open again Who you gonna find open in hell with no pen Just draw off inspiration Who you gonna see, you can't replace him With cheap imitations For these generations Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn balls so For one last time, I need y'all to roll